English with Rob. Hi everyone, it's Rob. I'm back, and I'm not sick anymore. I'm happy to say, and I'm here with a very special guest. I'm sure you've already read the title already, but I have got a special jingle to introduce him. Here it goes. He read the news today. Oh boy! It's Stephen from the Send Seven podcast, and he read he read the news today. He reads the news every day, right? Wow, that was so nice, Rob. I can't believe it. That's the first time anyone's ever made me a jingle. There you go. That was really, really nice. Thank all, you so much. Uh, all three or four seconds of it. <laughs> oh, three Just or four you. more seconds than I've ever had before. Wow. So yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So uh, Stephen Devinchensky, right? How did I Devincenzi. do? Devincenzi. Yeah. Devincenzi. No, There's no, no ski. No it's not, it's not yeah. Russian. It's Italian. It's not Russian. It's Italian. Uh, sorry. Oh, I messed it up big time. <laughs> uh, this is why I'm not, you know, in the league of uh, Luke's English podcast. Luke, who pronounced your name perfectly the first time. And uh, me, I'm who sure even he, listened to that. I'm sure he was pronouncing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was too, but I don't know why the, the K came yeah. from somewhere. Could cut this out, but not going to. So... Uh, tell us about Send. Rob, you know it's actually quite it's actually quite common. Like quite a lot of people actually put in a K there for some reason. So uh, yeah, I, yeah it happens. It's, it seems like a natural thing to do. Um, I don't know why ends ends key. I just want to say when it ends with a, with a Z and an I, Devincenzi. Uh, what are the? There you go. <laughs> there's, I think because there are so many N ski names, not many N Z names. Let's not analyze it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. That'll do. Uh, the Send 7 podcast, I think, is a great idea for English learners. So uh, tell us about it. Why is it called Send 7? It's it's an acronym, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, just in case anybody doesn't know me, uh, yeah, Send 7 stands for Simple English News Daily in 7 Minutes. It is an acronym, yeah. Um, and yeah, that's exactly what we do. That is what the podcast is. Every day, 7 Minutes, Simple English News. Uh -huh. of, from and, all over the world and do you um like when i record uh youtube videos to make it easier on myself i batch record them so at the beginning of the week i do the videos for like the whole week do you do you do that with your news podcast well believe it or not rob the uh the news doesn't allow me to <laughs> to do that it's uh, i can't i can't predict the future i'm afraid and oh, uh it, it really That's does right. have to be done Okay, no, I just no, wanted no, to no. see how it you would, would deal. It would be extremely useful. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to see how I would deal with that question. With that stupid yeah. question. <laughs> Is this guy a moron? <laughs> I can't record it at the beginning of the week. How how do I know that Boris Johnson's going to quit or the, or the Queen's going to die? I can't do that. Um, but it would be good. But so this uh, is what although I, I think I I think I knew Boris Johnson. I think I knew Boris Johnson was going to resign be before he did, though. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's not often you you get some good news to talk do. about, right? Oh, got a bit <laughs> showing my political views there. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. In the first five minutes. Yeah, yeah. I thought we were going to try to uh, steer clear of the controversial stuff, but you're um, already getting your views out there. Yeah, Rob, well, I understand that you have to, but I, I have free reign. So, um, you know, I can. I'm not, I'm not, we're not going to get too political or too opinionated uh, unless we talk about. Oh, I've lost my I've lost my uh, swear button for the when I mentioned Brexit. I've got to <laughs> swear so, it can, so I can swear oh, before Brexit. Great. 
Um, oh, good. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I really admire um, that you are getting up every day. Is it every day? Seven, right? Seven, yeah, seven it is. But it, yeah, minutes. yeah. And yeah, not seven. Saturday and Sunday. Oh, okay, so. okay, okay. So yeah, every weekday. Five days a week, Monday to Friday. You're, yeah. you're, you're up looking at the news and making a podcast about it. That's very, very impressive. That kind of yeah. um, consistency I really admire. I wish I could be more consistent, as my listeners probably know. Yeah, thank you. I'm very, very lucky that I have um, some someone else who, who helps me, uh, who does a couple of them every week as well. Namitha at the moment. Uh, we had Juliet before, uh, but she's gone on holiday uh, for a long, long holiday. So, so we've got Namitha back now. But... Um, yeah essentially yeah it does it does uh take a lot of effort there's a lot of times when i have done it five days a week and um yeah i i actually for anybody who, who doesn't realize i actually publish uh around eight or nine o'clock in the morning in japan uh which is like midnight or 1am in the uk so i i am actually oh. recording the night before the episode's title name. So there are some people like in the Americas, in uh, Latin America, particularly, who actually listen to episodes that are officially for the next day, uh, just late at night in their country. Not many, but there's a few people who do that. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah. You, you're putting it out around midnight UK. To, in you're UK. in the UK, right? You're in Canterbury, if I'm if I'm right yeah down in the south of the uk yeah good memory you've been doing your homework a little bit of research yes <laughs> um uh no i listened to everybody um there's a great episode with Stephen on uh, luke's english podcast as well and um trying not to cover some of the same things that you spoke about in in that episode um but i yeah. do have some some good questions that, that i want to know the answers to later as well great. okay uh, but on this podcast what uh, we normally, what well, I normally like to do, and I think is a good idea, is to look at some useful vocabulary about the subject we're talking about. So that's um, the news media today, looking at the news. And I've done it in a different way today. Normally, I just go through a list. But today, I wrote a script for us both to Ooh. to act out. I'm going to hit send on it now. It's going to go to your email because I didn't want you to see it before. Okay. Okay, so while you're uh, opening that and reading it, uh, I actually made a jingle about this. And so I've written a script for us to... to... Are you reading it already? <laughs> I've, I've just started to, but I want okay. your listeners to, to realise that I genuinely have absolutely no idea okay. what this is about at ba all. Basically, it's completely, completely new for me. So there is, It's new for me as well. I'm trying out new things uh, to see what... You know, there's, a, there's an English idiom. I'm going to swear, listeners, so if you've got sensitive ears, watch out. Uh, throw enough shit and see what sticks. Warning. Oh. Idiot. Warning. Idiot. Warning. <laughs> uh, set off the idiom alarm. So yeah, throw throw enough shit or throw some shit and see what sticks. It means like just try lots of things and see which which things work. So I'm gonna throw this shit at you. <laughs> um yeah, basically on. in this script I've hidden some words which are related to the news media and you know right. listening to, watching uh, taking in the news, also producing the news, 
but they are hidden in synonyms or hidden in other ways. So which okay. which words can you find hidden in synonyms uh, that relate right. to the topic of today? The words are hidden in, hidden in, hidden in synonyms or hidden in other ways. Can you find the words hidden in, hidden in synonyms? What other words did I say that relates to the topic of today? Yeah, got I, I really hope that I uh, I get this right. I'm a bit nervous actually, um, because I, I I should do. I should get this stuff. Oh, right? I don't know. I've hidden them quite well, but this is why it's good. It's a challenge for you. It's okay. also a challenge for the listeners. And I'm going to tell you that there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One is an one is an idiom. So um, I have to turn off the idiom alarm there uh, for us okay. to explain. So this which are going to relate to something which has happened recently in the news. No, 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 no. These are vocabulary words about the press. So, for example, journalist might be in in there, but it's not. A word like journalist, and how could I hide journalist? I could say, my my journal is (laughs) top-notch. And then you have journalist. Yeah? Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, some are hidden very well. Some are more obvious in that they are just synonyms also. Okay. So do I need to um, set up the the background of this? This already, I think, is taking a bit too long. But I have to set up <laughs> the the uh, scene behind the scene that set up the... What, what's the word for that I'm looking for? The context, scenario? the scenario, set up the scenario, paint the picture for you before we start to read. So Go on then. Uh, we are both journalists and we are sharing a hotel apartment during a foreign trip. So we're, we're away somewhere covering the G7 summit or something like that. We're both journalists. And for the for the sake of the story, you need to know that I am married. OK, okay. I'll bear that in mind. Good. So in case you haven't guessed, you are S. And I am R. Listeners, I will put this uh, script in the um, notes of the podcast for you to look at later. Or right now, if you want to just open it. Yes. Okay. I'll I'll start reading then. Okay. This is... uh, So normally Stephen reads the news. This is a different direction for him. This is reading fiction. Let's see see how it goes. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Hey, Rob. I'm going to the shop. Do you want anything? Oh, yes, please. Could you buy us some apple sauce? Us? Yeah, and some orange juice. The fresh stuff. I think they have a press machine at the shop. Uh, get two cups. Two? Right. Three if you want one too, of course. I mean, you're paying, so you can if you want to. Oh, and I'll have an ice cream with a scoop of chocolate and a scoop of pistachio. Okay. Hey, who's... Are those boots over there? Oh, uh, they're Debbie's. Debbie, stop the press. Is this another woman you're having an affair with? Yeah, she's one of my current affairs. Uh... Uh, This is the sound of a car outside. Beep, beep. (laughs) Who's papping their horn out there? Why are they papping? It looks like someone's blocking the road. A car's stopped. His indicators are on. People are papping because they want to get through. So, 
What do you want the apple sauce for exactly? Oh, uh, no comment. Debbie comes into the room. So I'll have to do a, a Debbie voice. Hello. Oh. Hello. That was that was Rob saying hello. <laughs> uh, oh, no, no. Sorry. Debbie says Rob. Rob? Yeah? I think that's my husband's car outside blocking the road. Ding dong. Doorbell rings. <gasps> Okay, shocking music. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. That was tougher. Did you it was listeners, tough, did you find yeah. any? Maybe I should have given you the first ones as an example. Hmm. I can see I can see if at least one thing which is definitely related to journalism okay. in general. Tell, tell us Shall the, I say it already? Say it. Okay. But it's quite far down, which makes me think that I've probably missed quite a few before. I think, I think I've hidden them too well. I think yeah. Okay. Go on. But I mean, one of them is very clear, which is she's one of my current affairs. That's correct. correct. She's one of my current affairs. So if you're having an affair, it means that you're you're having a sexual relationship with someone you're not married to while you are married. And current affairs is the news stories that are happening right now. Right. Those are the current affairs. Good. Well done. Yeah, you caught that one. Okay. great. Yeah. uh good stop the press i mean that it, it, does that count Warning. yeah idiom. that's the idiom. that's the idiom Warning. i was talking about so i uh, say brilliant they're debbie's boots he says debbie stop the press which is an idiom meaning like uh wait this is this is more important than anything else yeah and i imagine it comes from uh so the press is the machine printing the newspapers and if while you're printing the newspapers boris johnson quits or the queen dies you have to stop the press because we have to put some new news in there absolutely right yeah sometimes i uh i have to stop the press myself and uh, something happens really just before i want to publish an episode and i go oh no i have uh, that's too big i have to go back and uh, put it in yeah i do have to stop the press for myself Uh, yeah, but it's it's wow. an idiom that we use outside of talking about actually stopping the press too. Okay. Yeah, true. Normally as a joke though, like if, uh, I, I think you can almost say it in a sarcastic way sometimes, can't you? Yeah. Like uh, like somebody might uh, say something which is uh, I don't know mundane or boring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah, you and can... you go, oh, stop the press. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Um, okay. I think. Scroll down and I'll I'll okay. put you all I'm, out I, of your misery and give you the I answers. Oh, I I feel like I, I'm I'm letting the team down by uh, by only giving two. But the fresh stuff was that another one? Fresh. N- oh, well, was I talking about fresh orange juice? Oh, uh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the press, like the press machine. That's that, correct. That's uh, correct. Good, yeah, press good, machine. Good, good. But the press word for media really it's very similar yeah it's weird isn't it because press i imagine i think comes from the the machine that they originally used you know the printing machine the printing press but then over time the the word the press has become to be synonymous with just the media or journalists yeah like every day when i look out my window and the press are outside and they want to interview me oh yeah it happens every day podcaster yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and I've got another one as well. Finally. Yeah, I think I'm getting into it now. Okay, good. Good. It's scoop. 
for like a scoop, scoop. of pistachio. Scoop, yeah. So I was talking Which... about ice cream. Uh, where yeah. is it in the script here? Oh, and I'll have an ice cream with a scoop of chocolate. So yeah, what is it? What is a scoop in a different context in the journalism context? So, yeah, a, a scoop would be like a good story that you've got. So for example, if you are the journalist who managed to find out, you know, first uh, that, uh, yeah, use it again, Boris Johnson has resigned. If you're the first person to find that out, then you were the one with the scoop. It's a big scoop. Yeah, yeah having having it exclusively as well normally it doesn't end up being exclusive because other papers pick up on it and are allowed yeah. to write not not only newspapers websites but yeah if you're the first one that's um, it um well done for choosing my favorite flavor of uh, ice cream as well there pistachio pistachio one. i don't know why yeah. i thought what goes with you can't have strawberry with chocolate pistachio yes yeah i like well it done. too um and I think papping, does that come from paparazzi maybe? Yes. I yes. said, who's papping their horn? Sometimes, <clears throat> normally we say beeping, don't we? Like with the horn of a car, yeah. who's beeping? Yeah. But I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I used to say papping. It's, maybe it's a Leicester <laughs> thing. I don't know. I definitely never said papping. You never so, heard papping yeah. the horn? Okay. Mm, no, must be a Leicester thing. Okay, well, maybe that was that was what helped you think that's a weird word. That must be there for a reason. <laughs> so, yeah, if you, if you um, are... And go on. Yeah. Go, I, I was just going to say another one that I think I might have found, actually. Oh, well, let's explain papping first. Go um, on, go on, do papping. So it's from to pap, which is the verb from the Italian word paparazzi, uh, not paparazzi. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the... The paparazzi are photographers who are just chasing around for uh, celebrities and they want pictures of celebrities in their real life. Those are people who, they are paparazzi and they pap people. Uh, I've never been papped, but there are paparazzi out there papping people all the time. Wow. I did not know that that was the origin of the word. That's great. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay. So uh, did you say you had another one? Yeah. Um just no comment. I mean, that's something that people say a lot. Uh, if they want to get out of a situation, just, uh, really just don't want to answer some journalist's question. Yeah. They would just say no comment. No comment. So I suppose that's it. Standard answer. And the journalist knows, uh, go away, basically. Yeah. Not, not going to get anything from this person about the story. And um, there, there must be oh, something sorry. else on the end here. I forgot that I think that's I... correct. Oh, okay, okay. got another sound. Huh? Wait, wait, no, okay, I'll do it right now. That's <laughs> Sorry, that, <laughs> okay, good. That, that was late for that one. Yeah. Did I do papping as well? That's there you go. There we go. No, I I earned them. Um, I think I, I think there must be another one towards the end here. Like I think that's my husband's car outside um, blocking the road. But... No, actually, no comment was the last one. The that was all, oh, okay. Good. Yeah, all of yeah. the stuff at the end was just to tie the story up, right. give it give it like yeah. an ending. Um, a, a, a sad, well, a, a dangerous ending of the husband, Debbie's husband, turning up at the door. Okay, so uh, scroll down if you want and have a look at the okay. ones that I, I've hidden. Um, uh, so I will. <laughs> he's looking at them. He's uh, seen them. I am. So I am, listeners, yeah. see if you can find the words here. Could you buy us some apple sauce? Could you buy That's us? Fantastic. So very good. The word. It's two words in in the script. Buy us. But it sounds like the word bias. 
So what what is bias in the context of journalism, news media? Yeah, bias is uh, something that uh, a kind of way of looking at the world or a, the way of looking at a situation which is uh, individual to each person. So, for example, people who are more left wing would have a left wing bias and are more likely to uh, in the United States vote Democrat and in, you know read the New York Times and in in England read the Guardian and um, vote Labour and uh, but you can have bias in different ways it could be a bias towards uh, your particular country mm -hmm. or towards a particular leader or towards even something like your religion or something like that yeah lots of ways of having a bias uh, leave or remain <laughs> It's too Leave late. Leave or remain. It absolutely. was 2016, yeah. man. It's too. I should get over this completely. Yeah, I think we're we're both biased in the same direction there. I think. Yeah, I mean, it's it's difficult um, for for journalists to sort of suppress those bias biases. Yeah. Bi what is the plural for bias? I think it is biases. Yeah, yeah. I think it is biases. Yeah. Okay, uh, but it's part of the job. And it is. Could you bias some apple sauce? I put two together there, so. Of sauce, of course. Sauce. Yeah. You can spell it uh, S A U C E, and then it's apple sauce or tomato sauce or uh, any other kind of sauce. Worcestershire sauce. Try pronouncing that one, listeners. Um, <laughs> or you can spell it S O U R C E, and then it's what is th what is that in the term in in um, relation to the news media source? A source is uh, the um, place that your information comes from. So, for example, if you are interviewing somebody, that person would be your source of information. And if you're just a, a reader of the news, then uh, your source of information would be a newspaper or something that you uh, read. If you like listening to podcasts, then Send7 is your best source of uh, daily news <laughs> information. Had nice. to get that in there. Yeah, good. Um, Clever. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I... I you know, back in the day, um, sources, people, the journalists used to phone up people and the, the person was their source. But now it seems like Twitter uh, is is a big source for, uh, or social media in general is a big source for uh, journalists to go and look at, see what's happening and tell everybody about. Yeah, some sources are better than others. Yes, Apple source <laughs> is definitely the best one though. I agree. <laughs> Okay, and then uh, press, you got that one, scoop, you got that one, stop the press, we talked about current affairs, well done, papping, and then this one is very hiddenly, hid, very sneakily hidden. Who's papping their horn out there? Why are they papping? So, wire, why are, but wire is also, W-I-R-E, is a, a word related to the press. Yeah. Old school. I mean, would that be like the communication between people? Is that the wire? Oh, no. The, is that the, how you meant it? The wire is, um, it's on the wire. For example, uh, so newspapers um, get their news from their, their own journalists, but they also take news from the wire. And this is when um, companies like, you know, Reuters yeah. or AP, they, they, produce news not produce news they don't make the news they report on the news but they don't put it in their own newspaper or um t tv show or channel they have a wire service 
And, yeah. Okay. Um, in that case, I use the wire all the time because uh, Reuters is one of my main sources of information. Okay. There you go. Uh, so there you go. It's on the wire. Yeah. Where did you see that? Oh, it was on the wire, and uh, you know, yeah. every, lots of people see it. Um. Okay. And this one was um also very sneakily hidden and not not really a common word you need to know but it looks like someone's blocking the road a car's stopped his indicators are on his oh wow yeah the the the, the things that those blinking lights are called indicators on a car yeah. his indicators are on i hid the word syndicate <laughs> wow yeah that's a tough one that's something similar right to yeah um yeah. so the 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 uh those wire services, what they they produce a wire and they syndicate their stories. So um, they write the stories and then anybody can buy them. They're syndicated. All right. And then no comment. So I thought that that would take us about 10 minutes. <laughs> it was it been about half an hour. Wow. Well, it was really good, though. So well, done. I hope so. <laughs> I hope that it's beneficial for listeners because I want to go through this useful vocabulary and often the, the guest and I, we go through a list and we talk about each word. I thought it, it would be making it into a game. Got, you've got to gamify everything these days to keep people interested, right? Yeah. Are yeah. you guys still awake like out there? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So that was that section. Let's do something else. Okay. So let's now uh, go. Now that we've got some useful vocabulary, let's go to chat back to chatting with Stephen. Um because yeah i've got some questions maybe they will lead to conversation about about what you do with send seven one of the questions you already answered a bit and it was how do you get the news where do you look for the news well i'm going to ask this in two ways where do you look for the news for your podcast and where do you look for your own news yeah um, I, I think uh, if anybody's listened to Luke's podcast, I kind of mentioned this already, but I'm a complete language. Uh, sorry, I'm a complete uh, news nerd. I'm I really consume the news from every direction, twenty four seven. So I think there are slight differences with how I uh, take the news for the podcast and then for how I just uh, take it for myself. For example, on Sunday morning every Sunday I wake up and the first thing I do is go and buy myself a big Sunday newspaper. And I, uh, normally the Sunday times <clears throat> for anybody who's, who's uh, in the UK. And, um, I spend my whole morning and a bit of the afternoon reading that. So that's a, a big, big thing. And that's, yeah, yeah. that that's for me. That's I really me. miss that about living in England, getting the, the Saturday or the Sunday papers. They used to like the Saturday guardian, and with the yeah. weekend magazine and then you, you get to know the columnists that you like and the sections yeah. you can just skip to to exactly. read about and uh yeah sitting in a sitting in a, a gastro pub with a yeah. sunday roast and then reading the paper but, or going to the the greasy spoon which is a cafe for a yeah. full english breakfast and then yeah I, I i love doing that yeah i love doing that oh i make my own uh english breakfast actually sometimes on a on a sunday morning about 11 o'clock and um yeah i'll be sitting there before and after, uh, after having, I, I'm actually quite traditional in that way. Quite often, I eat, uh, you know, the old uh, English breakfast, and uh, and uh, read my newspaper over that. So yeah, that is a common way. Is there no it, in, uh, newspaper published in English where you are? You're in Germany, right? Yeah, you can get the FT. That's the Financial Times. Yeah. Um, 
and the uh, New York, the New Yorker, New Yorker. Um, but nothing like when they do have those international versions, uh, that's not the word, is it? Versions, editions, the international yeah. editions. Um, they never have all of the supplements, all of the yeah. weekend glossy magazines and the, yeah. the guide, of which course, will have all yeah, the yeah. listings of gigs and things. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's just uh, the, the hard news stuff, basically yeah yeah um, but um yeah anyway so I, I i generally read i read newspapers uh in the old-fashioned way and then um i i actually watch a bit of television there's actually tv behind me somewhere uh where i where i have al jazeera on quite often or bbc news quite often um and then when i'm making the podcast i generally i, I take all of those things but then i also go to the Wire, as uh, we've mentioned before, uh, I go to Reuters and Associated Press mm-hmm. and um, some other places for more general stories. Yeah, <clears throat> often those wire services are a, a, a bit faster with with the news, with the scoops. And yeah. then the newspapers will <clears throat> sometimes put their own their own spin on it. Spin, absolutely. Maybe the right word, but, yeah. Uh, Reuters, yeah. I don't know how many thousands of journalists they have all over the world, but the the reason that they they are the center for many news organizations is just because they have so many people working for them in different places so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah yeah they're often the first to get things right uh other good news wires are available <laughs> yeah <laughs> they are, they uh, are. <laughs> Uh, especially yeah. since my wife works for a different one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can you say? No, I uh, don't want to because then people can find her. I think that's a bit dodgy. Oh, that's true. Dodgy. Okay. Fine. Um, yeah. okay. What was the, another question? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the reason I asked that is because I, I worry these days about how people get their news. Yeah. And reading newspapers is great because when you get a newspaper, it's got all the news in. Well, it's got a variation of news lots of different things that are happening in the world but how i've recently been getting my news is just scrolling right on my google pixel phone and i get a google news feed which is based on the things that i click on so actually i hadn't plans to do this but let me just go and have a look now and let me tell you what's on there okay yeah um cat oh wait it's just refreshed uh, something about millennials and Gen Z, how to use their, how to do remote working. I was Googling about remote working. Uh, Cat Power to cover Bob Dylan's 1966 Royal Albert Hall show in full. That's because I Googled something about Bob Dylan yesterday. <laughs> um, something about Uber. I don't know why. Yeah, see, so far there's nothing about uh, <clears throat> Japan, about Shinzo yeah. Art. I can't pronounce it. How is it? Shinzu. You must have said it recently. Shinzo Abe. Shinzo Abe, mm-hmm. um, which is huge news. There's nothing about uh, Russia, Ukraine, which is huge news. Uh, oh, Richard Branson won the space tourism battle. Because uh, <laughs> I, I, whenever there's something about space, I often <coughs> read that. So, yeah, you know, this is this is my Google News feed, but it's not the news. You know, yeah. it's not the most important things happening in the world. And I worry that that's how people are receiving their news these days yeah there is a bit of a danger of the echo chamber effect where people start you know well actually as we said before they have the some kind of bias and um instead of by themselves following their own bias and you know 
buying a particular paper or looking for particular stories that today you actually have algorithms mm -hmm. doing it for you. So it's the same thing as when you go on YouTube and it tells you what video to look at next. Um, yeah. yeah, they on uh, even in in uh, it well, on my Facebook it, it it does the same thing. It tells me which uh, news stories I should look at. And actually, I I have the Google News thing as well, but I don't look at it because well, I I find it rubbish compared to other <laughs> news sources. And I know that it does do that. It does exactly the same thing for me. Like it, and it tells me things that it thinks that I want to know about. And I'm happy to say that it fails. Um, mm, but... it, it for me, it fails like nine out of 10 times. But Good. Um, like I also have the BBC app on my phone and I, I'll usually read that before I go to bed, scroll through it and read um, some things that catch my eye or I want to know more about. But every now and again, there'll be something <clears> on that <throat> Google News feed and I'll think, oh, wow, that's interesting. I never yeah. would have uh, found that otherwise. Sometimes there are things about teaching because I Google things about teaching and then I get articles about it. Yeah. Okay, Stephen, this, this um, I don't know if it's a difficult one for you to answer. I'm going to put you on the spot uh, because I would find this difficult to do every day. How do you decide which news goes into your podcast? Because you can't, you can't make yeah. a report on every thing that's in the news and you've got to keep it seven minutes yeah so how do you do that that must be a difficult a difficult job task yeah 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 it is difficult and um actually one of the most common emails and things like that i get is from people saying uh please can you talk more about india or please can you talk more about bangladesh or something like that you know uh it does happen but essentially i try to genuinely decide what is like the biggest story in the world. And it is subjective, I suppose. Mm. Um, but sometimes it's very clear, you know, so if there's a, a massive earthquake somewhere and, um, you know, lots of people die, then it will definitely be in the podcast. Um, uh, you know, with uh, Shinzo Abe, we're, we're recording this a, a couple of days after J Japan's former prime minister uh, died. Uh, was assassinated. assassinated yeah yeah so um so like that's that was massive like that would definitely be in there um but then of course there's a lot more subtleties to deciding uh, one thing which is kind of lucky for me is that i've decided upon this uh, uh way of of doing it that there's always uh some story or at least two stories from uh, Europe, at least two from the Americas, at least two from Africa, and at least two from Asia, which includes Australasia. Um, so, yeah, that kind of helps me to be able to get a, get a little bit of something from everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, truth is, it is difficult, and yeah. like I try and mix it up with a bit of um, yeah, good news amongst all of the inevitable bad news as well. We're going to get to that good news later. I asked uh, Stephen to send me some more, you know, everyone, this this is a lighthearted podcast. It is. Um, although hard stuff is happening in the news, I don't want you to not think about that, but uh, maybe we offer you some sort of escape uh, to, to improve your English uh, here and not get into the deep, deep issues. Um, but in the news, yeah, of course you have to do that. And... Um, 
I wanted to have some of Stephen's, a sample of the podcast. So he sent me some of the more, I would say, upbeat, what did you say? Good, good news stories. Yeah, soft stories. Soft, soft. Sometimes they're called offbeat. Have you heard that? Offbeat stories. Oh, I haven't heard that for a while. But Off- yeah, yeah. I, I Sometimes if I'm looking for, for something to put together for a lesson for students, I will Google offbeat news. And off, offbeat means kind of strange, uh, interesting, curious things. Yeah, so yeah. If- Although normally on, on the podcast, I, I try and put in something which is, yeah, maybe offbeat, as you say, something which is just kind of a bit strange, just a bit, uh, just really interesting, maybe something from, I don't know, uh, archaeology or something uh, which is uh, some scientific breakthrough which is uh, uh, improving people's lives uh, to try and uh, end the podcast on a nice, uh, interesting or happy tone. Yeah, because uh, you yeah. after you talking talking about you know the the death toll in Ukraine, or something like that, um, yeah. that's how people are going away. And then you say, oh, <clears> they <throat> discovered a new uh, tiny chameleon. Uh, did you, did you see that? That's a real offbeat one that I saw uh, today. In fact, oh no, I didn't a, see that. A, actually. a picture of a yeah. chameleon, like the size of a thumbnail. It was not 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 oh, a, wow. not, a comp- not a YouTube cover. I <laughs> I mean uh like your literal thumbnail on your finger. Yeah. See, and, and now I'm, I'm yeah. talking about that and we're laughing about it and we're ignoring what's yeah. happening in a war zone. So yeah, totally. it's, it's difficult, isn't it? I, to... I, I actually, I find it really important to, to do that. It's, it's not just a, a gimmick, you know, it's not just a, a silly little pick-me-up thing. It's a kind of actually a message that I think is really important that actually the world is generally for all of its problems it is actually slowly becoming a better place all the time and um yeah i think these are some nice ways to just remind us that that is actually true yeah so it's not that you're doing it to to ignore all the hard news it's just but come on guys there is (laughs) there are some little positive things out there as well Boris Johnson's resigned. Come on, it's not all that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet. Okay, let's move to the next thing. And uh, often we have a phrasal verb of the week. But, this, but this time, oh, I wanted to I wanted to sing over it. I wanted to sing idiom of the week. Let's see if I can start it again. But this time, we're going to have an idiom of, of the week. week. absolutely flawless that was <laughs> okay the idiom of the week um is to bury the lead oh sorry i forgot to turn the idiom alarm off when i know there's an idiom coming i should turn it off really so to bury the lead um i thought this was really common but then before we started recording Stephen, you said you hadn't it, it, it was new to you to bury the lead yeah i don't know can i have a guess uh, yeah, yeah, go to, yeah. Is it uh, like to not get the most important information? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. Okay, good. In that case, I do know it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, now I'm I'm anxious because I don't want to teach learners idioms that people don't use or don't know. 
um mm. i know it but anyway it's it's here now let's talk about it because i well, think it's maybe maybe it's just because i never bury the lead Good. I, yeah. I don't know <laughs> <It's> <laughs> i don't know even, how to use it <laughs> it's not even in your in your yeah. syntax okay um so yeah bury the lead the lead of a story is um like the first few lines which tell you the the main information that's the lead and if you bury the lead it means you put the most important information way down in the story so the information is there but the headline says something different a different angle not the most important information um that's to bury the lead and oh, good so, i can think of a, a situation in which this is really important actually go on, yeah um i i always recommend that whenever anybody's writing an email that dear whoever and then in the very first sentence that they that they write they say exactly what it is that they want from that email um because i feel like if it just if they don't say it straight away then it just kind of gets lost it gets buried people like aren't so interested i feel like it's less likely that you're going to get the response that you want definitely if there's something like a few lines or paragraphs down in an email i as as a reader i will think oh well that can't be that important then if it's that far down yeah it's a good example or um like uh if you ask someone oh how was your night last night oh yeah it was good uh we went to uh the frying pan pub and then we went to the fire club and uh they played the new song by i don't know any new music by dua lipa (laughs) and uh we all got drunk and uh then i slept with sharon and then we went home Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You buried the lead on that one. What was that last thing? Oh, we all went home. No, no, just before that. I slept with Sharon. Yeah, that's that's the that's the most interesting part of the story. Don't bury the lead. How was last night? I slept with Sharon. That should that should be how it was. That's a nice example. It's better than my email example. That was much more fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry for my more fun example. Uh well, is it more fun, more more juvenile? I think also, maybe both. Uh, but listen, no, not listen. Read because I was surprised to find this when I found this. Why well, I knew about the idiom, but when I when I looked it up, lead is not spelled how I imagined it. Lead, you know, to lead someone. The beginning. This is where I'm taking you. I'm leading you. The lead of the story, L E A D, but bury the lead is spelled l-e-d-e and there is a reason you're steven's shaking his head he's like i i I did not know that that existed sorry i I don't want to make it seem like your um idiom is is not so uh important but i've never heard that before well we've already i've already established that maybe it's not such a common idiom (laughs) but i like whenever there's some interesting english always like to talk about the interesting english oh oh that's some interesting english interesting english all right it's time to listen to stephen uh actually on the send seven podcast he sent me some clips and um what i'm going to do is i've not listened to any of them because i like the element of surprise uh in a podcast so that's why i sent you the scripts and i'm but what i've got is the headlines or the mp3 names the mp3 names at least they're not the headlines no? 
Uh, not really. Maybe I actually—I've got to admit, Rob—I actually can't remember what okay, I sent you. Sorry, so we, we, I know that I, I can't remember. Do they have two two words or three words or something? Uh, two or three words. Yeah. Well, I'll read them to you, and um, it's it's like a headline basically. Um, yeah. But I'm going to try and guess what the story is about, and then we're going to listen to the story, and I'm going to know any any useful vocabulary or phrases that we can chat about after that. Brilliant. So. Um, how are we going to choose this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, so choose a number between one and seven. Um, it's got to be seven. Of course. Okay. Oh, okay. So what you've written in the title is Toilet Zoom. <laughs> okay, yeah, I remember so that. So go on. I, I'm guessing uh, somebody is chatting on Zoom while sitting on the toilet. Now, you know, I do that and it's not in the news. So not with my students, I should add, <laughs> with with family and friends, but close friends um, like Sharon <laughs> and and Debbie. Is it Debbie or Deborah? Debbie, right? Um, so. That's not bad. That's it, a pretty good yeah, guess. But it actually. has to be. But yeah, how you're is, pretty close. But how has it gotten into the news? I'm wondering gotten that's yeah. an americanism how has it got into the news <laughs> um so either it's someone famous but then i think that that pers person's name would be in there or it's somebody political or it's some some big business thing am i right on any of those yeah you on the political one. Oh, yeah. okay yeah so some politician was on on the toilet with like in a political meeting with other politicians Oh, you're doing very well. You really haven't heard I've this. I've not heard it. No, you're no, doing no, 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 no. Wow. Hey. This is all straight from your head. Well done. Yeah. Well, you picked a good one because I have a, quite a toilet mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's, by the way, listeners, that is toilet mind is not a thing, but the you can use the adjective toilet humor. You know, if you make jokes about farts and toilet related things, then you have a toilet humor uh, sense of humor. Toilet humor sense of humor. Toilet then you like you like toilet humor. A yeah. sense of toilet humor. A sense of toilet humor doesn't work. A toilet sense of humor doesn't work. A New York state of mind works, but a toilet <laughs> sense of humor does not work. All right. So, but that's that's. I think that's all that I'm going to get. I, I I could guess the nationality of the. You've, oh no! Wait. Oh, if I guess. Yeah. The, go on then. No. 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 I just realized what I said I was going to do because if I if I say what nationality I think the toilet zoom politician is then i'm i'm <laughs> saying that i have some prejudices against might, some country you might offend uh, that, somebody yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what do you think of our politicians <laughs> that uh they do this um nevertheless i'm going to say european not quite no not quite. okay okay no. so no good um, you've done really really well though but that's uh you've come extremely close might as well listen to it. Let's listen to it. Yep. Here we go. And in Canada, a member of parliament has apologised after virtually joining a session from a toilet. Liberal Party member Shafkat Ali was made to apologise after other members realised that he had joined the video conference from inside the bathroom. <laughs> there you go you were so close that yeah really, yeah really yeah, yeah okay well, well just two words you, you didn't need to read the whole the whole story there you could have just said and 
Toilet scene. Toilet scene. Thank you, bye. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, in fact, I think one of the best things about that story was that he was actually in the parliament and he uh, was on that Oh, Zoom it wasn't working, from, working from home. He was... No, oh, okay. no, I know. Like, you, you'd think that, you know, the fact that he was actually in the correct building would mean that he would be able to make it the extra few meters to to the to his seat in parliament yeah. but for some reason he he didn't he actually was sitting in somewhere in that parliament building like in a in the cubicle until people realized <laughs> but so i do yeah maybe they're just so busy they're doing so much work that they'd literally never stop even when they maybe. go to the toilet yeah yeah okay you you've made you've made up a good excuse for him that he needed it <laughs> uh that was good let's do, let's do some more so another number uh number three one two three Ooh, this is called happy cities Ooh, tough one there. um so could it be you know uh every year or a few times a year they often release lists of cities with the highest quality of living they they have some survey is it one of those do you know what it could be but it's not that actually. Not that. I tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give you like a, a part of it and you can try and fill in the blanks. So this is actually some research which has kind of suggested ways that uh, a city can uh, make its people happier, let's say. Okay. What things do you think that they might be able to do? Um, I suppose re re redeveloping areas but not in a modernist style in a more like um emphasizing the history of a place um mm. giving everybody money that would no that that i think yeah. instantly but not in the long run um, yeah no it's a, a bit more realistic than that i'm afraid but yeah, it's um yeah it's but you were you you kind of started going in the right direction with the redeveloping uh, and it, it is about like what thing like ways of planning okay. uh, that that cities can do to make them happier places to live. Let's have a listen. And also in France, bright colors and plants in cities can make people calmer and happier, according to an experiment. Researchers from the University of Lille used virtual reality to test how people reacted to different city landscapes and found that people appeared more interested and happy when in cities with more nature and colours. Mm, okay. Yeah. Uh, Almost there. Yeah. The uh, uh, the funny thing about that one is that you think that they'd be able to do it, do that experiment just in real life, but for some reason they did it in virtual reality. Which, well, uh, I don't know. It, it, logistically, you've got to take all these research uh participants to all the different cities that's the logistical that's nightmare just stick on a headset yeah yeah true now you're in venice <laughs> oh yeah. it's beautiful <laughs> now you're in coventry oh it's a shithole there you go <laughs> pretty conclusive well, research <laughs> as long as it's colorful apparently that makes it better uh sorry to anybody in coventry i went to university in coventry didn't have a very high opinion of it but that was a long time ago and maybe it's nicer now <laughs> okay uh one more then um uh, 
go on. Why don't you choose the uh, one? Yeah, okay. That you I was going to say let's intriguing. Well, I don't want to tell you which one I find most intriguing because it will give something away about me. <laughs> so I'll tell you afterwards. <laughs> um, well, there's one called sewage beer, which oh yeah is pretty obvious but surprising. Um, sewage, in case you don't know, listeners, is um, the the <clears throat> All the water that comes from your toilet and the kitchen and the bathroom goes yeah. together under the ground and is sewage. So uh, surely no one's making beer from this stuff. Really, he's nodding. Really, I am nodding. In, yeah. Okay. This. I'm, again, I'm not going to guess what country because it. Would be, <laughs> no, I think it's, it would be quite progressive for a country to do that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's toilet related again isn't it which is which is what makes us go <laughs> but at the same time oh, interesting toilet beer okay um all right let's listen that there's there's not <laughs> that's it basically right beer from yeah sewage. you've pretty much got it okay. yeah yeah it is yeah and you, you're not going to um you're, you're not going to throw yourself into uh, naming a country so just in case okay so. let's let's find out where it was and in singapore a new beer has been released, made using sewage water. New brew is made using ingredients from Europe and using waste water that is highly filtered and treated with ultraviolet light so that it passes drinking water guidelines of the World Health Organization. New brew says that its beer has been so popular that it has sold out in some restaurants where it was on tap. Hmm. They should have called it poo brew. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they should. Yeah, they should have. Maybe yeah. maybe it didn't get through the marketing meetings. <laughs> but you would have thought that just using sewage water wouldn't have got through the marketing <laughs> process <laughs> either. But yeah. apparently it's sold out. So, yeah. I don't know if um, it well, says on the bottle that it's brewed with that. Oh no! Brew. It, Let's try it definitely it. is. It definitely is. It's it's a thing. It's a it's the it's a reason. I mean, would you you know, Singapore in a restaurant and you'd seen they've got this this beer which has been made from sewage water, which obviously, uh, as they say, has been treated chemically and it's been like super filtered and it's had the UV lights uh, making it really clean and passing the World Health Organization's uh, water standards, would you then drink that beer? Hmm, I would, yeah. If I'm in a restaurant with some friends, then it's it's like, a, it's a gimmick, isn't it? Do you know that it word? Is. Everybody gimmick, mm. like a, a, a special thing that makes something special. Oh, I'm going to get the sewage beer. <laughs> what? You're going to get the sewage beer? Yeah, let's give it a try. Everyone will be passing it around, trying it, yeah. and then I'll be putting it back in the sewage later on <laughs> <laughs> exactly um, yeah yeah but totally. yeah but i think i would do I'm, it for the same reason yeah yeah like you know you're in you're in thailand and you eat some bugs or something <laughs> yeah you know, that's a good you're example in, you're in singapore and you eat some you drink some uh, sewage beer yeah but maybe that'll just be a way if i was just in the supermarket uh choosing which beer i was going to have uh, just to yeah. drink on my own very sad um i wouldn't <laughs> choose the sewage beer no. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't either. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from sewage beer to here. 
Okay, uh, so now we're going to test uh, Stephen's knowledge of what's been happening in the news recently. Um, sorry that this is old news, everybody. We are early July 2022, so this is what's happening right now. So this is the BBC... On the BBC uh, news website, they have a... every Maybe you've seen it. Every week they have a quiz... And it's usually um, upbeat stories, so it fits my podcast. So let's see if you can get the answers to these. And I haven't done all of them, so some of them I will be guessing as well. Okay. So, uh, reading from the website here, see if you can get the right answers too, listeners. Some cinemas in the UK banned youngsters from wearing which garment when attending screenings of the Minions' Rise of Gru in response to a TikTok trend blamed for promoting unruly behavior let's look at some words from there because uh you might not know garment which garment have they been banned from wearing a garment it's a formal way of saying a piece of clothing a piece of clothes some clothes and uh unruly behavior what's what what are you doing if you're being unruly Stephen? what kind of things just behaving badly just uh doing things you shouldn't be doing yeah in the cinema they may be throwing popcorn or being loud Okay, any ideas? Uh, I've, I, I hate to fail. All right, well, it's okay. The uh, very wanna... first one, but no, I, I don't there's know. There's an option of three. So oh, I good. So I thought you okay, might know just offhand already. Okay, is it dungarees? Uh, which, in case you don't know what dungarees are, lots of the minions wear them and they're like jeans, but they cover your body, not your arms, but they go over your shoulders like that, like jeans with a little shoulder clip. Uh, dungarees, scarves or suits? Well, you know what? As as soon as uh, the the fact that it was minions, I thought about dungarees straight away. But then I thought, surely people wearing dungarees can't be behaving badly. I mean, dungarees are, I don't know, they just don't seem like the kind of thing that that naughty people wear, you know. But uh, I'm but I can't imagine it being suits or scarves. So I'm going to have to go with dungarees anyway. That is so not correct. Oh, no. So not correct. No, the correct answer is suits. You're obviously not down with the teens on TikTok there, Stephen. Clearly not. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, there's a a TikTok uh, hashtag called Gentle Minions. And for some reason, teenagers go to the cinema in suits. uh, And I'm just reading this here, scanning it. um, And they get they get it gets rowdy and items have been thrown and staff have been abused. Uh, prompting cinemas to ban entry to people wearing teenagers wearing suits seems stranger. Huh? Yeah, if, if, if yeah. I... And what happens if somebody has just literally left their lawyer's office and uh, I was they're going to that. meet their wife and they um, they say, "Oh, what do we want to watch? Oh, little Bobby wants to watch Minions. Are they going to be allowed in?" Yeah, I know. And what what if I go like in a suit? If they if they tell me I can't watch it, I'm gonna be happy because they think that I look young. <laughs> so I'm gonna. It, That's true. It'll be like a yeah. test. Like, come on, am I old? Yeah. With this suit on. Yeah. In a minions in a minions thing. Yeah. It's like getting uh getting ID'd when you buy alcohol. You think, <laughs> oh, thank you. I look like I'm under eighteen. Getting ID'd. Do you know? Do you know what, Rob? Fun, funnily enough, I got ID'd today for the first time in years. Really, really, really years. So. There wow. you go. I'll, maybe I'll try and, you, and uh, you've got a beard a suit and everything. And see whether I get uh, thrown out of minions as well. Yeah, I put, know. put on yeah, a suit, a shave off the beard. Today. You'll be. I think you'll be in there. I mean, not in there. I think you'll be thrown out. 
you're not coming in here, you troublemaker. <laughs> you're not in there. <laughs> yeah, not in the Minions uh, film. Yeah, good. Uh, all right, I'm going to skip this one because it's about somebody quitting just before Boris Johnson. And that's kind of boring. Okay. Oh, this is interesting. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the I'd way, sorry. That one. Something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might have done. Something I wanted to say about that Minion story is I actually read that in the week. Uh, it came up on my Google News feed and it said um, teenagers in suits, um, you know, not allowed into Minion screenings. And I only read the headline and I assumed from that headline that the suits they were wearing were like costumes, like they were dressing up as minions and going to watch yeah. it. And it was only when I did this BBC News quiz, first few questions, that I realized, oh, no, suits, they mean like dressing up suits, like formal yeah. business suits. Jackets and ties. Jackets and ties, weird. <clears throat> uh, okay, so... Uh, Zoom is telling me we've got 10 minutes left, so we'll wrap it up in nine minutes. Okay. Activists from protest group Just Stop Oil glued their hands to picture frames in UK galleries. They also covered John, a John Constable masterpiece, The Haywain, with a version that included which of the following? Double yellow lines, a racing car, or the slogan, No New Oil. So what did they put over this famous painting? Oh no. Let me explain to listeners. So I have I've I've actually read about that, the the, the original bit of the story though. Because they um they have been uh, well pro these protesters gluing their gluing themselves, I think, mm -hmm. their hands, I don't know, to different paintings in quite a few different galleries, I think, in Scotland and in England. And uh I haven't heard this particular one of you say that they've... Can you read the answer so, again? Yeah, the um, I'll cover the... I've, basically, the first bit is uh, Just Stop Oil protesters have been gluing their hands to picture frames in UK galleries. They mm -hmm. also covered John Constable masterpiece The Haywain, a famous painting, with a version that included which of the following. So they, they covered the picture over with a version of the picture which had been um, added to. So what's in the new picture? Is it double yellow lines a racing car, or the slogan, no new oil? Um, I think I'm going to go with the double yellow lines. You are right. Let's ah, go! Good. Good, double good, yellow good. lines. We should explain, um, because I know that my German learners don't know what double yellow lines are. In the UK, to, show, to tell people where they're not allowed to park on the street... There are double yellow lines painted. So two lines, uh, parallel lines together means you can't park there. Hmm. Do we, do, does that not exist in Germany? No. Oh, it's really confusing. They have these signs with, it's like a blue circle with a red cross and then an arrow. And if the arrow is pointing to the, like whichever way, you're not allowed to park up until the sign. Uh, and then you look right. down the street and there's another sign where it ends. Uh, so okay. much more simple and cheaper to just paint some double yellow lines where you can't park yeah um less confusing less confusing but often often also these signs have different times underneath like it's only no parking between certain times oh, and yeah. i don't know how you do that with double yellow lines maybe I'm... double yellow you can never park yeah that's it oh yeah but then the single yeah. yellow as well isn't there There's a single yellow that has signs restrictions. that say when when you can't that's yeah. right it's been so long since i've driven and parked in the uk 
All right. Uh, okay, let's do a couple more of these. Okay. Ah, yeah, this is one for my dad. He's a big fan of this guy. A one-of-a-kind Bob Dylan record in a bespoke walnut and white oak... I bet you never do that, do you? I'll start again. <laughs> a one-of-a-kind Bob Dylan record in a bespoke walnut and white oak cabinet sold at auction for £1.2 million. But which song did it feature? Um... Bas it's basically, the question is, which is the most famous Bob Dylan song? Like a Rolling Stone? Ooh, was one of the options. Oh, I didn't give you the options. Oh, oh, I give you, okay, I'll give you the options. Oh, go on then. Is it? Uh, no, I know it's not that one. <laughs> Blowing in the wind. Oh, yeah, got it. Didn't even need the options. Yeah, yeah. good. Option, option two. Okay, yeah, this, um, this is like a new format, which is somewhere it combines the materials used in CDs and vinyl, and apparently achieves a better sound quality wow and uh yeah there's one record been made by bob dylan and 1.2 million and he i should say that he re-recorded blowing in the wind last year in 2021 he re-recorded the song especially for this record wow did you say it's made out of walnuts and no um sorry that was uh, in the cabinet wasn't yeah it? the cabinet a bespoke <laughs> walnut and white oak cabinet okay yeah that was confusing two different things there. no it kind of looks okay. i'm looking at a picture of it here it looks plasticky yeah uh, okay that yeah. makes more sense i was actually imagining a a record being made out of walnut that would be uh tasty be pretty amazing <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay uh i'll make this the last one i'm gonna skip until i see an interesting one this one is about a power station in Finland. Not interesting very much. Sorry, Finnish people. We're not going to finish <laughs> with that one. Oh, are you a, are you, are you a sports fan? <laughs> not really. I mean, I, I follow a little bit of everything, but not enough in detail. Okay. Uh, I'll probably get a sports one wrong if you, uh, this uh, especially is, if it's England centric. It is. Uh, okay, we'll skip this one. This is six of seven though. So I'm taking a risk that the last one will be interesting. <laughs> uh, oh, it looks interesting. Okay. Three Michael Jackson songs were removed from streaming services, but why have they proven controversial? I'll give oh, you God, the options. Um, yeah, go on. Have these Michael Jackson songs been removed from streaming services because of a disagreement with his estate over royalties, a rival artist claims the melodies are copied, or there are claims Michael Jackson doesn't actually sing on the records. Wow. Um, I, the first one sounds too boring and mundane. Royalties. Like royalties. Should we explain? Royalties uh, are, is um, like if you have a song or a film or a TV show, every time it's played, the artist gets a bit of money and those are the royalties. And Michael Jackson, although he's no longer with us... Um, there's a nice soft way to say dead, everybody. He's no longer with us. Um, his family still get royalties when the music's used. Yeah, but I don't think it's that one, though, because that's mm, not interesting enough. Um, but would say what the second one was again? Um, that the melodies are copied. So the, you know, the tune is from yeah. another song. People Ed are Sheeran style. Um, yeah, or what was the song recently that... Um, not recently, I think it's about <laughs> eight years ago. That Blurred Lines song. had that song. with like five songs. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. Blurred, line, Blurred, Blurred Lines. Blurred Lines was big well. in the press because um, it sounded like a um, Lionel Richie song. Hmm. 
and they oh, went to yeah. court and everything. So it's either and the that, last option. Or the last option yeah. is Michael Jackson doesn't actually sing on the songs. I I reckon it's that one. Yeah, because I could totally imagine them auto tuning him in some way. That's correct. Yes. Hey. Um, I I actually knew this already. Uh, before I knew about this, what people had been saying. So basically, some people, including the um children of Michael Jackson, some of his family, say that although the music was on. Um, you know, was made by Michael Jackson in his studio. He hadn't finished singing, so they got in a Michael Jackson impersonator wow. to finish the album. Um, and it's so there's so much behind this idea that that, that um, it, they've actually taken it off streaming services until they can confirm. Wow, that's incredible! I yeah. wonder how he would feel about that. Probably quite bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not black or white. <laughs> uh, no, I think that we've hit the end of the uh, Michael Jackson. You're the king of puns. Oh, I thought you were going to come up, going to come up with a thriller there, but it doesn't. Oh, matter. oh, uh, I need to have some sort of applause jingle here. I, I'll give you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve. Well, let's let's end on that that high from you uh, winning the Michael Jackson pun out. <laughs> so yeah thanks a lot for joining me um everybody of course all the links to uh steven's podcast and his various social media um offerings will be in the notes for the podcast be sure to check out send seven and yeah thanks a lot for joining us you've got to go away and, and make your podcast for tomorrow now right absolutely okay yeah enjoy i'm gonna have some dinner first okay <laughs> uh, well thank you very much for having me rob it's been a pleasure it's been really cool thanks a lot okay bye bye English with